Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 34 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. 34! Whoa, I am Parlance. And over here, I am Fresher. Whoa. Right here. You're a little... I don't fresher. know, your camera's a little... Maybe it's, is it me, or is your camera a little low today? It's you. It's oh. low? No, no, it's it might be me. I don't know, it's you. Okay, it's me. Fine. Be that way. Yeah. But, so, Parlance, how's it going? It's going. It's going real good. That's cool. Me too. Thursday, woo! Episode 34, woo! You know, it's been such a long... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a shout-out opportunity. I think that's more of a... I don't know. It's my friend's birthday, so, I mean, that's something to celebrate. Why'd you celebrate his birthday? What's his name? Uh, it's my friend Emma, and it's a girl. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Emma. I know. Happy birthday, Emma. Special <laughs> birthday episode. Uh, it's been a busy week. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Seriously. I know. It's like it was fast and slow at the same time. It was fast and furiously slow. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, this is a rip roaring start to a to a show here. Uh, so you know, <laughs> why don't we just hop right into it? How was your How was your week, Mister Fresher? It was uh, pretty good, as we were saying, a little bit slow, but also fast. Got some stuff done. I was um, kind of excited. Well, first off, I had talked about it last week. I went to the Oddball Comedy Show, which was Super awesome. It had, like, all the stars were there. Even though I did miss the Tim and Eric one that was earlier this week. But, uh, yeah, it was super fun. Sarah Silverman was cool to see. Uh, Dimitri Martin was a pleasure. He didn't do his drawing thing. I like that. But And, uh, yeah, but the, the venue was, like, super far, and traffic was super ridiculous. It was way dumb. And you, all of the comedians totally were clowning on the place. They're like, this is New Seattle, and, like, it took me, like, three hours to get here because it literally took, like, three hours to get there. There was, right. like, a one-lane street for, like, sold out, you know, 10,000 people or something. <laughs> so what were the, the comedians at the show? We got You gave me two of them. I need all of them. So it was uh, Louis C.K. CK was the headliner, and then it was Aziz Ansari, and uh, um, who else was it? Oh, Sarah Silverman, like I mentioned, and then uh, Dimitri Martin. Those were like my favorite ones. But then there were others that are also famous. I just didn't know much of them. And who were they? Were funny too. Who were they? I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember their names. <laughs> I'd have to look it up, and then I well, didn't. What was the name of the amphitheater? Uh, it was the um, uh, White, White River Amphitheater in Rent or no Auburn. And uh, so, so if you were to stack rank them, all of the, I know I was trying to decide who was my favorite, and uh, I don't know. I think maybe it was Sarah Silverman. It was probably Sarah Silverman or Dimitri Martin. Aziz, Aziz Ansari was like pretty awesome, but. I feel like he looks, like, a lot older than he used to. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't look like a small guy anymore or something. It's kind of... I mean, I was super far away, so... That theater, though, not that cool. So was this the Oddball Comedy... Was this the Oddball Comedy Fest? It was the Oddball Comedy Fest. Featuring Louis C.K., Sarah Silverman, 
Jim Gaffigan. Oh yeah, that guy. I don't know who. I even if you name them, I don't know which one they were. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, that was good. It was an, an event. And then oh, I went to a Mariners game. Forgot about that. And at the Mariners game, the um, Steve Brule guy was there, and they had like a camera thing of him. So even though I didn't get to go see uh, Dr. Steve Brule and Tim and Eric. I did see him at the Mariners game from on the giant screen and then looking over in his box. That's freaking hilarious. I love Steve Rule. Also, was uh, Amy Schumer there? Was Amy Schumer there? At the Oh, yeah, she was at the Comedy Fest. Yeah, Bill Burr, was he there? I mean, you're reading the list, right? They were all well, there. I don't know. If, here's the thing. I don't know if it's the same. I'm just trying to find who would be on there, and I don't know if it's the same people the whole tour. Oh, I think it is. But, I, yeah, also, I don't know those people enough to know their names. <laughs> so Amy Schumer's pretty Amy Schumer's pretty popular. All all those people are popular. Those are yeah, no, it was like it was a it was a pop bang lineup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was Chris Hardwick in it? What's up? Chris Hardwick? Oh, probably, yeah. The guy from The Nerdist? I think so. Hmm. Wow. That sounds like a fun show. Seriously. And it was. So your favorite was Sarah Silverman because I think she's so. yeah. because she's a a filthy mouth female comedian who tells it like it is? Uh, I don't know. I just, I like her kind of comedy, kind of. She's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, we had I like her TV show a lot. I was super into her show. Just a viewer update for those of you who are not viewing. We had one viewer, and now they're gone. Oh, my gosh. And right. they're gone? They're gone. That's okay. Like the wind. It comes and it goes. Like the wind. Speaking of wind, yeah. did you hear about the solar flare that happened, um, I think it was on Tuesday, but it's a super big one, like bigger than usual. It's like X-Class. And uh, it's just reaching us today. Like, the, you know, we saw it, but then all of the particles from the solar wind are just getting here Friday and Saturday. So wait, it's gonna wait, so how did we already see it if it's just getting here? Didn't we have this conversation? We couldn't predict a flare coming and Well no, that was the sun blowing up. Oh yeah. But so I mean you see the light but then all the particles get here like days later because they're actually like particles, not just light. So they don't move at the speed of light. But the main benefit is today and tomorrow the um we if the it's a clear sky we'll be able to see the aurora borealis or whatever today here, all the way from Oregon wait today today and tomorrow possibly oh because it's because beautiful it's, it's not a cloud in the sky right now huh there's not a cloud in the sky this could be yeah the night. No, I was gonna go try to see it after this okay good idea but um but yeah no it's super good chance like it's gonna be a lot more visible than normal because there's all this solar activity and the stuff's just reaching our atmosphere. Now, by chance, would I be looking north? Yeah, you have to look north. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's uh, the, the magnetic uh, pole of what would make the stuff happen or whatever. So I had no clue. I'm going to go look for the Northern Lights after the show. As a matter of fact, if I get up in the middle of the show and say I'm going to go to the bathroom... <laughs> it's a good assumption. Yeah, I'm just going to go look for the Northern Lights. I know. I've never seen them. It seems cool. So when I was in Alaska... 
uh, I think we talked, maybe we talked about this, the, uh, the Northern Lights actually hit when we were there, but in the area we are, which rarely does. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, but we missed it because we had no idea, and this was my idea, is like the, uh, Northern, yeah. the Northern Lights uh, app. Essentially, it's like where you are, if the Northern Lights are available, you get an alert at whatever time it is, and then you could go and look at them. Yeah, it's like a super good idea. Speaking of other good app ideas, totally different, though. We were talking about, uh, why don't they have video voicemail? I agree with that. Why is right. there not video voicemail? That's like a super good app idea. Except for that, uh, and then someone said that, go, oh, that's just Snapchat, which, I mean, I guess is partially true. But that's not like a voicemail. That's just a message. Correct. Totally different. Yeah, because it, you don't, when someone uh, calls you, you don't send them a Snapchat saying, shit, you missed me. And yeah. Then, yeah, I know. Basically, I want what I'm looking for, what I was thinking of, is on Google Hangouts when you, if you video call someone, or on FaceTime, which would probably be more popular, that, like, if you can't FaceTime, you say leave a message, and then they leave a FaceTime message. I agree with you. I uh, I agree. Good idea. Book it, Dano. Anyways, just throwing that out there with these apps things you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea. Those are two good ideas right there. Steal our ideas. The ideas are flowing. It's the happening. It's flowing like milkshakes at McDonald's. Man, Shamrock Shake weekend. Speaking right here. of uh, themed, uh, holiday-themed uh, beverages, the pumpkin latte is now available at Starbucks. Oh, yeah, I saw they have a bunch of signs about it, huh? For a limited time. The limited time stuff. No, this is a good opportunity. Yeah, this seriously. is a good opportunity to bring in our sponsor. Uh, thank you, uh, Starbucks. Uh, pumpkin spice latte is delicious. Why don't you head to the nearest Starbucks and buy yourself a pumpkin latte? <laughs> mm, good. I know we should be drinking them like the whole time. Yeah. Um, How about yourself? Yeah, this uh, this is a rip roaring, sort of boring at eh, week. Uh, rip roaring, boring weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, football season, you know, started on Sunday, and as you know, I'm a fantasy football enthusiast, so I I did spend uh, a better part of Sunday trying to watch some football on and off with doing some chores, cleaning the house, such and such. It was fun. And then my favorite team, the New York Giants, played on Monday, and they are terrible. So they're, Wait, they're doing good or bad? No, they're terrible. Bad. Ah. Bad. Like, real bad. No, not, not like bad is good. This is, like, real bad. <laughs> they may win, I don't know, they may win a couple games this year, but they're terrible. Like, just a couple games at all? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win more than three or four. I said five today, but I was just trying to be, I was trying to show some support, but I, I don't know. That might be tough, too. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Yeah, so also... I went to this massive sausage fest on Saturday. Oh, man, sausage fest. Well, it wasn't really a sausage fest. It was the San Gennaro Seattle Festival of Italian people. Yeah. And uh, so I'm used to the New York City San Gennaro Festival, which it happens in a little Italy, and it goes blocks and blocks, and it's like a huge fair, and it happens for like a week, and it's bonkers, and there's just like thousands of people there. This one in Seattle was approximately maybe two and a half blocks <laughs> yeah, um, like five people roaming around. Yeah, I think I don't think there's too many Italian people in 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 Seattle. I think that's what it is. Um, it was in Georgetown, which I guess is that where Italians people live, or where? No, is I mean Georgetown's like, cool, but I don't think it's very specifically Italian. So I did have some pasta. Uh, 
and uh, I shared some, uh, uh, what's that called, uh, with the, oh my goodness, the stuff you put on bread with the tomatoes. Better butter? No. Cheese. Oh my, no, well, no, cheese can't be included in this. No, uh, bruschetta, bruschetta. Um, they had different oh, yeah, types of bruschetta. bruschetta. They had different types of bruschetta. One was uh, like an octopus potato, which was my Whoa, personal favorite. Wow, that sounds favorite. way good. It was super good. It was super good. Um, and then I had the traditional regular old tomato one. And the pasta, which I bought for $5, uh, was uh, exceptional. And the guy told me, he's like, eh, made with the fresh basil. It's delicious. <laughs> so it was delicious. I'm going to say right now, my hair is looking fucking good right now. Yeah, it's, it's got the right shine to it. It's got the right glare. I, I, it's like almost uh, Conan-esque. I was going to say it's almost like Woody. It's like It almost looks cartoon. Oh, yeah, it is kind of cartoony. Yeah, it's a wig. Did you, did you get a haircut? I didn't. I didn't. It's just, this is just me in all of my glory. It's just like, grows, it grows this way. Yeah, I have, if, my defining feature, if not my girlish voice, is my lovely <laughs> hair. Um, the, uh, so, yeah, we did the Italian Fest, and then uh, we went to Seward Park. It hit 90, over 90 degrees on Saturday here in Seattle, which is atypical for a... Yeah, that's crazy, dude. ...for, like, a summer day, let alone a early August day, and that is bonkers. So it was super hot, uh, but we had a good time, and uh, I, I don't think uh, anything else happened. Oh, oh, yeah, one other thing happened. Oh, my gosh. I destroyed my couch. That sucks. You just got that couch. I well, I didn't destroy it fully, but I did permanent damage. Oh, what what did you do? Uh... Okay, so you know when they say tests uh, the cleaner on the uh, a place where no one will see it before yeah. you do the cleaning. So there was a uh, a stain, a small stain, which I didn't put there. I think it was like Merlin's my dog's ass put it there. Gross. But there was a small little brown thing. So here, this is roughly the size of a half dollar, okay, this key yeah. All right? So it was approximately... Where's that from, by the way? Huh? Where's that from? This is actually a poker chip uh, keychain that was given to me by uh, probably the Christians of Macau. So they were handing this oh, out... Oh, I called it. I thought that was Macau. You got it right. That is... How did I you mean, know? I didn't say it, so I can't prove it. But How'd you know? I just kind of thought it was... That's pretty good. So this is about a half dollar, and see this little white thing, like that right there? Yeah. The stain was right there. The stain was about that size. So you're looking at a, like a fifth of an inch. A very small stain. Very small stain. So I was like, that thing is annoying me. So I rubbed it, and it spread a little bit. So then it, it, <laughs> it maybe went like a quarter of an inch. I was like, God damn it, that thing is annoying me. So then I was like, ah, whatever. I'll put a little, uh, little OxyClean on that. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put it this way. I now have a bleach couch cushion that yeah. is this big. What? Well, is that big from cleaning it? Yeah, because the water spread as I was like cleaning it. Well, frankly, I made it worse. It started out small like this big, like maybe that big. And yeah. then I was like, well, you know, if I add more, maybe it'll take that yellowing out of it. <laughs> so pretty much I'm an idiot and, and it's I, like right on the front too, huh? It's in the middle it's the middle cushion. It couldn't be any it can't be hidden by a pillow. Can you like it's, flip it over or something? Well we could flip it over, but that I we bought it three months ago, like two months ago. Yeah. 
So I'm investigating a replacement cushion. That's rough. It's, That's rough. I'm, I'm probably just going to flip it for now. Well, actually, I'm going to flip it when we have company. And then, <laughs> so, well, whoops. Sorry, because the only people watching the show are people that might come to this house, so audience of four. They're going to come over and unflip your couch. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to buy a new cushion, to just screw with you all. And then I'm going to make that Merlin's bed. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, that that happened. And I was yeah, pretty upset about that. And uh, obviously, you know, we just bought it, so it's just terrible, terrible. Um, and then, uh, also, this is kind of, I think this is kind of big news. I what? don't know. Maybe it's not that big. It's not that big news, but well, it's, what are you playing down? What are you playing down? Uh, I'm going to be guest hosting on a podcast next week. What? That's exciting. Yeah. So a little cross promotion. They already actually uh, pushed out. A little... I had to bust out the sounds too. <laughs> wow. That's, that's the first time you've done that. I think that's the first time you've done that. In, in a pretty long time. It took me a second to get over to it, but... I love it. I love it. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so we are... Uh, I'm going to be guest hosting on the Prodigal Sons podcast, who, if, uh, you know, hardcore fans of this show would know that um, Brian, uh, one of the hosts of that show, came on when you were away... Uh, and couldn't be on the show. He was came on to do a special appearance, so now he's actually away, and I'm filling in for him on the show with his yeah. other cohorts, uh, the hosts. So that'll be doing it with Jared, Ian, and Adam. So a good shout-out there. The, uh, we record on Mondays, but the thing doesn't go out until Thursday, so I will definitely... They, push don't, do, they don't do it live like us, because they're not... Uh, they don't have the balls. That's true. I You know, they have... They mention our show quite a bit, Um on their podcast, and uh, they have, and Jared has said on a number of occasions that he does have a slight tinge of jealousy uh, because we we do the show live and have a, a bit of a, a little bit more leeway because theirs is a tightly produced one hour production, whereas oh, yeah. whereas we get to willy nilly talk about stuff and this is like zero percent production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah exactly. Well, no, that's not true. We get we start I we put in our name tags at the bottom. Um, That's true, yeah. We, I guess you, a little bit. I had to if, press the eye patch button. And if you tweet at us at, at Fresh and Par, we do respond back to that. And if That's you true. That's the best part about being live, kind of. And if you comment well and if you comment on our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash fresher and parlance. That's also true. We will comment yeah, there. No one's ever uh, talked to us through the Facebook page. No, uh, I actually had a comment last week about our show. Someone really loved Parlance's um, dick pick tips. Oh, yeah, dick pick tips. I know my dad. That, that got his attention. Yeah, people love it. People want more. As a matter of fact, it might be a thing we need to talk about, just like more dick pick tips. Not to be confused, which people have been confusing. Yeah. Dick tip picks. Yeah, they're not is, dick tip picks. Yeah. Yeah, they're, and they're, actually, that tips. will be my number five. Uh, did I do three or four? Last? I did three last week. I'm gonna do number four. Parlance's dick pick tips. Is this gonna be? This is gonna totally be like a, like um, Letterman's like top ten or whatever. Yeah, this is uh, number four. <laughs> dick pick tips. Don't take just the tip. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's a, my that's number a genuine tip right there. That is a genuine tip, literally and literally. So, um, so, <laughs> the, uh, anyway, 
Yeah, so that's exciting, and uh, you know, I think this is you know this is not a momentous day uh, in the sense that it's not one of those signature anniversaries. You did mention 9/11. Uh, I that's didn't want to bring this up. Yeah, so I was in New York during 9/11, so I always have the memories. New York City, not the state. Um, have the memories of the tra- tragic events that occurred that day, um, and all the lives that were lost. So. A special place in my heart for all those that were lost on 9-11. Um, I don't often show, I'm usually more jokey-jokey, but this is a serious moment uh, for the families and people who lost uh, family and friends during that night, uh, or that, that day, that horrible day. I, I always think about you, and uh, I, you know, hopefully nothing like that will ever happen again. Um, tragic. Tragic. Yeah, it was tragic. So, uh, off that sad note, let's talk about Arby's Meat Mountain. Oh man, Arby's and the Meat Mountain. Meat Mountain. Yeah, yeah I don't know so about Arby's. Arby's is hmm. It's kind of the bottom of the list on the fast food chain thing for me. Wrong. <laughs> How would you rate Arby's in the fast food like hierarchy? I guess you're what? a vegetarian and stuff, so. What is going on? I'm getting some weird stuff here. This is is it the is it the Northern Lights taking over? <laughs> taking no, no. Over you don't hear this? Uh, no. What is, is going on? All right, I got rid of it. There was some sort of thing like going on in the background, but I had a web browser behind the web browser behind the web browser. Ah, There's so many browsers behind this web browser. browser. There was some sort of. Here's the thing: autoplay. Let's talk about autoplay. Yeah, I hate autoplay. Video is one of the. It's terrible. But do you know what I do appreciate is on Google Chrome, they have a little speaker uh, icon on the top of the tab that's making noise now. Uh, well, I should have just did that because I'm using Google Chrome. Yeah, I mean, oh, you can just see it like when you're looking through. Well, what's annoying is that that tab had been up for, I don't know, 45 minutes, and all of a sudden now it starts playing? What's I know, that's, the deal I with that. that? That's super annoying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Arby's Meat Mountain. This is interesting. This is kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Fourteen <laughs> is that ounces? All right. So oh wait, first off, I'm going to come in and I am going to I want to talk to you briefly about Arby's. Arby's was absolutely my favorite fast food uh, growing up. Yes. I'm super an anti Arby'ser. Okay. First off, do you know what Arby stands for? I do not. I didn't even know it stood for something. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a liter- Not what's the word? They put word. They put letters to the the initials RB. It stands for roast beef. What really? Yeah, RBs. They just spelled it out, but it's just RB. Roast That's beef. Dumb. Okay. Secondly, uh, curly fries. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I think that they were like the kind of the original. And then I feel like Jack in the Box had them later. So first off, curly fries, Arby yeah. sauce. Arby sauce is okay. And uh, beef and cheddar. I'm Arby. sorry, it's annoying, but these are things. And then even more, this is like later down the road. This is like teenage, teenage parlance running around the. Wyoming Valley Mall in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Gotta get me in the food court some big Montana one pound of roast beef on a bun. Hell yeah. That's why ro- that's why Arby's rules, dude. 
I don't know. I feel like the, the, this is something you should be embarrassed about because maybe, <laughs> maybe I think a little bit less that you're super into Arby's. Oh, I'm not into it anymore. No, in gen- that you ever were. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> you know Hashtag what I like? judging. Here's the thing. You know what I like? Here's what I like. I like food that challenges you. And nothing challenges you more than the Arby sandwich Big Montana. Yeah, the mount, the meat mountain. No, that's that's the new that's the new mountain. one. That's the new one. Oh, what's the other one? The big Mon- It was called the Big Montana. Let's see if I could find out. I don't exactly Big Montana Arby's. Oh yeah, there. Look at that. Right there in the Googles. Uh, there's actually a Facebook page called Bring Back the Big Montana. Okay. So the only thing that I was ever a fan of at Arby's, and I was, I was into it for a while when it was there, was the RBQ sandwich. When they had five-for-five five RBQs, that was cool. But that was super limited time, and like I didn't like anything else there. Okay, all right. First off, uh, I think I need to... Can I... Okay, I'm going to get you a picture of the big Montana, okay? I mean, I can... Are you, are you going to put it on the thing? I'm going to put it on the thing, yeah. You don't want to see you don't want to see the big Montana? Well, guess what? You're going to see the big Montana. Yeah, I want to see the big Montana. I mean, so is this is this a uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to throw in a dick pic tip right here though. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> don't call it the big Montana. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't, I don't know because I don't want I don't want that to be the shot that you're throwing up there right now. First off, only parlance could give the big Montana. This is the big Montana right here. Let's see if that works. Boom. Look at that baby. Seriously. Right? So is it just roast beef or what? That's all it is is like, I think, I can't remember how, this is the thing. I can't remember how many pounds of meat it was. I think it was either, I think it was one pound of meat. But I can't be like, was it cheap? Was it like a dollar or something? No, dude. It was like five bucks. Uh. In old-timey money? In, in old-timey money, yeah. I'm trying to find the big money. Because, uh, like, a McDonald's cheeseburger is basically $5 now. Hold on. Uh, here we go. I think Arby's is the most underappreciated fast food restaurant. Um, they don't Who's get respect. Uh, this is uh, food. The best source for honest reviews of food you shouldn't eat. Uh, <laughs> it's overlooked? I don't know. Dude, Arby sauce. Look, Arby sauce. Arby sauce is okay. It's not like that good. Right, if you're talking about fast food sauces, Taco Time takes the cake. All right, Taco first Time sauce is the best sauce all right, ever. All right, look, you're wrong. <laughs> we should have a sauce off. I, here's the thing: Arby sauce versus Taco Time sauce, even look, though they're completely different. Seeing, see, I know, right? Seeing as though I haven't had Arby's in probably close to half a decade. Maybe yeah. even longer, seven years, eight years. I'm not even sure. Also, the fut- the sauce technology has come a long way since <laughs> I was 16. Well, I mean, the Taco Time sauce is the same. And to Taco Time sauce's, you know, benefit, I just ate it today on a burger, and it was still amazing. I wasn't sure. I dipped my burger in the Taco Time sauce, and it tasted delicious. You know what else tastes delicious? Arby's sauce on anything. 
anything. Uh, I don't think I mean, that. Dude, when I was 17, I used to walk away. You know, they give you a paper bag. I would just eat my food, take the paper bag, and just dump packets of Arby's sauce in there, take a stack <laughs> of Arby's sauce home. I would put that in the fridge, and I would just put that on everything. I would have Arby's <laughs> sauce. I would have Arby's sauce in my Sprite. That's how much I loved well, Arby's sauce. Did you really put it in your Sprite? No, I would not put it in my Sprite. But I loved I mean, it. All- it was like, that was, if that was true, I was thinking, damn, that's next level. When you're starting to put Arby's sauce in your drink. Arby's sauce soda? No, yeah. It, so here's the thing. I'm sure it's not as good as it once was. But look. Well, it's, that's just a, that's just a cop out. It, no, well, I don't know. It, 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 there's been, dude. Have you seen the level of like the the uh, the barbecue sauces that exist nowadays? They're like flavor profiles that have like start, finish, and end. Arby sauce just has one thing. One, <laughs> yeah. it's just like awesome. I know. So you, you're saying it doesn't hold up? It's like no. watching Alf now. It was cool before, but it's super shit now. No, no. Elf was funny and good because you were seven when it was on. Yeah, Arby sauce is is, is uh, look. Because he ate cats. We're I'm taking this he to the streets. Cats. I'm taking this to the streets. Arby sauce was, versus taco time. Yeah, I mean if we take a poll, I mean I, I feel like not very many people even know about taco time because it's not even like national, but yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody likes Arby's. <laughs> even All the right, Simpsons well, make fun of Arby's. That makes like, it even more time. legitimate. That makes it even more legitimate. Could you still put polls on Facebook? Because if you can, I'm putting it on there. You have to do it through some other app or something. I don't know. Oh, God. There's no... Wait, is there a... What? (laughs) That's not the one that I was looking for. So anyways, this this meat mountain... Yes, so this is the chicken-the-egg scenario, my friend. What came first, the demand for Meat Mountain or the marketing that created the Meat Mountain? Uh, definitely the marketing that created Meat Mountain. <laughs> first off, Meat Mountain, that, my friend, is a challenging food, and that, my friend, is why Arby's is amazing. Every single thing... I mean, that is true. It is a challenging food. I am surprised that they would release that. that I mean, well, that's to their testament. Well, here's the thing. It was never formally released. It oh, was so just it's a secret sandwich. It's a secret sandwich. So, Have you ever heard of the McGangbang? Hold, hold on a second. Let me explain to everyone here. <laughs> I'm talking about the secret sandwich. Yeah, well, hold on a second. Let me, I just want to give everyone what the, the, meat, the meat mountain is. It's an off-menu sandwich that contains eight types of meat, chicken tenders, roast turkey, ham, corned beef, brisket, Angus steak, roast beef, and bacon. Yeah. Whoa. That's Whoa. Dude, that's amazing. First off, it sounds disgusting. And this is not my teenage Arby's, by the way. When I was a teenager, all they had was roast beef. Since when did they get fucking roast turkey and Angus steak? And, I mean, come on. They got that when uh, barbecue start- sauces started having three flavor profiles. Probably. <laughs> probably. So, we're getting some... Uh... To uh, my point, we're getting some tweet shout-outs about Taco Time hot sauce. All right, all right, house. all right. We got one vote for Taco Time, but clearly... So now it's two to one. Uh, you're back. Uh, <laughs> look. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Arby's. But here's the thing. This is like... This is, I feel like this is, we have a, a very Pacific Northwest audience, and Taco Time holds 
dear to all of you Pacific Northwesterners around the world. Around the world, people cry for Arby's Come on, Arby's people. isn't international, is it? I don't oh think they God. have it in other countries. No, they probably don't. <laughs> but that's that is interesting. This uh. So anyway, they, essentially, here's what happened. They put a giant poster on their wall that said, Meat Craft is what makes the sandwich. And it was all of their meat. Meat Craft? That's, that's an awesome word. Meat Craft? Yeah. Right. I know, right? Meat Craft? I that's mean, seriously. Good. I would yeah. be interested in something called Meat Craft. So <laughs> they put this picture on the wall, and they said Meat Craft. And then they said... Uh, then Arby said, oh, people just started ordering it, and the demand on social media really took off, and it really so got... the employees just, like, noticed, like, the picture and said, like, I want that. Not the employees, people in the... People uh, on uh, the Twitter and the on oh, the yeah. Facebook, they started ordering it because they saw it, and they're like, I want that. But then Arby's was saying, no, we don't know anything about it, blah, 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 blah. But we think now it comes out, it looks like that the, the social marketing team created these things to get people start talking about the meat craft, um, you know, whatever, meat, meat pile, magic mountain <laughs> or whatever. Um, the magic meat mountain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but because now, even though it's off menu, on the computer screen, because this guy on, at Slate did an uh, uh, interview with a 17-year-old kid from Pennsylvania who was willing to talk about it. And yeah. he's great source, by the way. I mean, that must be like all-time interview. This kid, that's his 15 minutes right here. Well, let me see if I can find his name. Uh, I, want, I, I just want to extend this kid's 15 minutes to... Uh, actually, me mentioning it drops it to 14 minutes. Um, <laughs> Chris Guy, a 17-year-old who worked at an Arby's in Pennsylvania for six months, agreed to answer some questions about he heard, heard, how he first heard about the Meat Mountain. And then he goes on to say that he didn't know what the hell it was until someone, a co-worker came over and showed him that it was available... Um, on the computer screen on there to, as an official item, even though it wasn't on the menu. So there was... Oh, really? Yeah. How, so much, anyway. it, how expensive was it? That's a great question. It doesn't say how much it was. I bet it's like $8 or something. Yeah, that's a great question. How much is the meat mountain? That's Inquiring a great question. Want to know. Well, I bet you it's very regional. You know, like some, you know, how... I'm going to do this Google search. How much is a meat that's mountain? I just typed the same thing. So. And, and what did you get? What did you get? Uh, I just clicked the link. <laughs> I got a link. That's what I got. Let me look for a dollar sign. It says it's $10. That's a lot of money. But customers can order one for $10. Yeah. Arby's so, man. I'm looking at this right now. They, I have... Oh, man, dude. Here's here. It has one and a half ounces of roast turkey, one and a half ounces of ham, one slice of big eye Swiss cheese, one and a half ounces of corned beef, one and a half ounces of brisket, one and a half ounces of Angus steak, one slice of natural cheddar cheese, one and a half. By the way, it's natural cheddar cheese. One and a half <laughs> ounces of roast beef. Organic, all organic. Three half slices of peppered bacon and a bun. Okay, here's my question to you, Mister. For Rusher, how many calories do you think is in the <laughs> mountain? Uh, 1,500. Surprisingly, only 880, but it has 3,400 milligrams of sodium. Damn. It's a, like my sources say that it has uh, 1,200 calories. Oh, really? That's. I wonder what source is correct. Sodium, it doesn't... It says... Yeah, I don't know. But no, that, that's crazy. Regardless, maybe that's maybe crazy. yours is the double meat mountain. 
Okay, great. Um, so anyway, uh, moving off the fresher, I'm sorry, the uh, meat mountain, let's, let's get into, I think, what is the biggest news of the week. I know. Uh, the Apple phone release stuff? Well, yeah, outside of the Ray Rice, you know, getting suspended from the NFL, because I don't think our, our fans care about the NFL. Yeah, because I didn't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I so, didn't know about it, it's not big. Sorry. Oh, sorry. the other thing that I didn't know about that's not big, speaking of those, because that could be a whole segment, <laughs> as we've said many times. Uh, the whole, like, internet blackout thing or whatever for uh, net neutrality, which I support, but, like, um, yeah, they were supposed to have, like, the loading wheel or something. It was, like, a pretty dumb, uh, you know, advertising thing to try to get awareness, awareness yeah, it campaign. Was a, it was an awareness campaign. So instead of having, let's say, a pink ribbon for breast cancer or a yellow ribbon to support the, tr- support the troops, they applied a little spinny icon on the bottom of certain pages, which, by the way, even when I, t- I knew what pages were participating, I still couldn't find it. Um, yeah, it and it's the- like, like you just have a reflex to click out of those things because they're all junk. No so, one reads that stuff. So anyway... Uh, yeah, that was unsuccessful. But apparently, just FYI, it wasn't as unsuccessful as you think. <laughs> what, how, what, what did you hear? Hold on, I'm going to go find the story. Go, you talk, talk for a moment while I find the story. All right, all right. <laughs> Speak amongst yourselves. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, net neutrality, it is important, and everyone should, you know, do whatever you're supposed to do to stop it, because I think you're supposed to write something on the Internet, or I'm not even sure. They have some website. Okay, yeah, so here's, here's what they said. Uh, net neutrality, okay, on the FCC website, so that's, I guess, apparently the person who are the people who are in control of net neutrality, said yeah. they received more comments to their page than Nibblegate. Nibblegate being the uh, Janet Jackson uh, wardrobe malfunction with Justin Timberlake in 2004. Wait, it, why would they get comments for that? Because it was an FC, it was a TV broadcast, and that was considered uh, like you know bad, like risque, and they. Well, wanted that's to... a stupid comparison. Why? That's the... Like, that comparison makes me feel like it's less important. It says Are here, that many people going to complain about uh, a nip slip? That's exactly how. Yeah, the Nipplegate scandal, which her breast was partially revealed at the end of her <sighs> performance. Oh my god! Of... So their high is more people support net neutrality than complain about a nip slip. <laughs> that sounds dumb. I mean, I, like, want it, like, I don't want it to pass and stuff, but, like, I mean, I want net neutrality to succeed. But that's dumb. <laughs> well, think about it this way. When, whenever does the FCC get anything ever? I know. So, like, this Nipplegate is clearly probably the most... Obviously, the most controversial thing that happened on TV in what a well, I guess that's a decade, 2004. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 now net neutrality, Nipplegate. That's well, the last. That's by the way, go long, Janet Jackson. It was nice to be a number one. It's the last <laughs> number one hit you're ever gonna have. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. And let, you know, I can't even think of any other reason why she would have a she would have a number one hit. Maybe she did a sex tape and they put it on YouTube. That's it. Too late for that. Too late yeah, for that. No one wants to see it. It's over. <laughs> it's over, Janet Jackson. I know, yeah. She's late to the sex tape game. 
So anyway, uh, no, back to the other the thing that you do care about, which is Apple's uh, big announcements this week. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty big, because they, they announced two different iPhones. Two of them. They have a 5 point, or I think it's 5.7, and I don't know, two sizes. One of them's big and one of them's smaller, but still bigger than the other one. Yeah, have you, ever uh, seen, have you ever seen Kids in the Hall brain candy? Yeah, yeah. So do you remember Stummies? Yes, yeah, so that was our first hit. Right. Trying to recreate Stummies. Yeah, so do you remember when they were trying to get the second hit, and then the guy came in, and he's like, it's exactly like Stummies, <laughs> except it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I'm interested. Hmm, sounds good. <laughs> and he's like, is there any flipper babies? He's like, well... Yeah, there are a few flipper babies. So <laughs> what I'm saying here is that there is no difference between stubbies and iPhone. Pretty much. I mean, it's just like everyone loves it, but it's not, I mean, nothing's new. But uh, the only thing that is cool probably that came out of it is now that iPhone supports NFC after like five or six years of everything else supporting it, maybe... Uh, digital payment will actually get big because more like common people will have it, which would be cool. Okay, so this, my friend, as you can see in our show notes, that's right, people, we do show notes. That's how great we are. Uh, I said it's the biggest thing. Parlance feels that this is the biggest thing announced. I don't need a five and a half inch iPhone. I don't need anything. I don't need any. I don't need an iWatch. What whatever. What is it called? What is the iWatch called? It's the Apple Watch. So everything's called Apple instead of i now, apparently. So, so is that the Apple phone and the Apple Watch? Well, I don't know about the phone part because that already got grandfathered in. Yeah. But they called their. It's called Apple Pay. So by the way, Apple Watch sounds like a two-bit uh, rumor blog. I know. Um, anyway. Also not impressed. Not very cool, in my opinion. So, by the way, there has been many a controversy, my friend. Oh, about what? People are now saying the forums... This is the forums. <laughs> this they're, is what forums look like? Yeah, they're, this, this is how they converse. <laughs> That's true. They're like... <laughs> yeah, they're like really into it right now. Apple's pay... Apple Pay yeah. is going to destroy Bitcoin. Oh, really? Yes. I would think that it would only make it stronger. Why would that just destroy Bitcoin? Because of the uh, the low-fee transfer and the pseudo-anonymous uh, money transfer. I mean, it's not any... I don't know. I disagree with that. I'm going to have to look into that because I don't think they're related at all. Well, they apparently are, they are related, and I'll explain why. If you take a look at this article, if I could find it. Yeah. So the reason why is that, so, you know, the the magnetic strip, which has been essentially the reason why credit cards are pretty much unsafe. It's a 50-year-old technology, okay? Yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Apple is using a secure element used by other NFC-enabled mobile payment systems. To yeah, which is all of them. Yeah. yeah, to store encrypted data locally, and in the case of Apple, generate unique transaction keys. Uh, so essentially, they don't store the credit card number, and they don't give the credit card number to the merchant. Each time you pay, we use a one-time payment number along with a dynamic security code. Uh, so I, so similar to like a Bitcoin. Yeah, but Apple knows everything that you did. 
That's apparently they, it's all yeah. Well, no, that's because Apple doesn't know what you're doing either. That's the no, whole thing. But they have to charge the money. And, I don't know. I it's mean, it's not, she was clear that Apple won't be able to see what you buy or where you purchased it. Though Come users on. may have reservations about security and privacy, it seems like this is the moment. This is the moment when mobile payments will finally catch on. Faith in the security of the current. I mean, I don't think that it's anything that having to do with the technology that Apple used, because it's totally the same as everything. I think the only thing is that like people with iPhones are the ones who spend money, and then they just trust anything Apple does. So then people will start using it, and Apple will get more stores to uh, to partner up with it and stuff. Well, they already have. They already have a list of stores. Uh, I know. So that's that's the best part about it. Because Subway, all of, McDonald's, like, uh, Google, Subway. Wallet will work at all the stores too. Subway, McDonald's, Walgreens, Macy's, Denny, Denny, Disney, and other chains, plus Target. I Ooh. see a lot, like in the last uh, year or so, I see a lot of the um, the little credit card readers that have the NFC pad thing, and I always ask the cashier, like, hey, does anyone ever use this? And they say that, like, three or four people use it a day. So, like, it is, it does get used, but I think it's just going to go up way more. You know what I'm not seeing on this list? Arby's. I don't think Arby's going to do it. They're falling behind. <laughs> but yeah, they're too, cool they're is, too busy making uh, sauce. Bitcoin at that same thing, because that's not very hard. That's why I think that this would make Bitcoin more popular, is because it doesn't take much... Like, once the system's in place, like it doesn't take anything extra for them to take Bitcoins. All right, excellent counterpoint to my point. I say Bitcoin is going down the BitTube. I mean, yeah, like, for a lot of other reasons, but I don't think it's because of Apple Wallet. Uh, no, I think this is the first step because it's essentially taking some of the good stuff from uh, from Bitcoin and applying it to a product that everyone uses, and there's no freaking hassle. You don't have to send in an ID card. You don't have to, like, deal with some shady thing. You don't have to do paper money. You don't, things aren't going to get stolen. This but is the it. main point of Bitcoin is just that it's not controlled by any... It's like gold. or It's like trading gold. Like, there's no other... With with the Apple thing, you're still trading your credit card information. No, I know, but it's applying uh, true. And so, I mean, it's like the, the value part is completely different. But you're getting the security and uh, the security and assurances of the financial system versus Bitcoin. Yeah, no, I mean, you got that already, for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, just food for thought. Just food for thought. I know how much you love Bitcoin. <laughs> I like the idea of it, yeah. It is oh. hard to use, though. Yeah, by the way, if you uh, want to donate some Bitcoins to Fresher and Parlance, just we could be reached at fresher at fresherandparlance.com. Yeah, but, yeah. You get, get a wallet number. You should get a wallet number set up. Yeah, there you go. But, um, yeah, no, that's, I mean, the Apple stuff. I, it's kind of, like, they were saying that uh, basically the iPhone 6 feature-wise is the same as the um, Nexus 4 which is from 2012, like, feature list-wise. But, yeah, I mean, it has a, a slightly updated processor and stuff. But the screen's actually better on a 2012 phone, and, like, it has all the same features. That's like, crazy. Like, the iPhone screen is surprisingly low resolution compared to, like, modern phones. Then what's with this... So I thought Retina Display was as high as it could get. Yeah, I know. That's because they market it as Retina Display and don't talk about the resolution. It's really low compared. It's not like it's not even 1080p. Only the the six plus is 1080p, and most phones now are over 1080p. 1080p is like from like a year or two ago. 
Okay, so here's here's the bottom line, and I'm gonna do a drum roll for this. Ready? <laughs> so I, I'm getting a sense that you're not loving the Apple products, this product line. I don't know. I think it's, and I also don't like their. Uh, they went back to the curvy thing. It looks like a future version of the iPhone one. I like the flat look better. Okay, so same thing with the watch. I'm gonna ask you, but before you give me an answer, just give me a moment. Because <laughs> you gotta get the button ready. Yeah. Are you and do you recommend... No, I'm sorry. Will you be buying the iPhone? Answer that first. No. Okay, question. Fresher and Parlance rating. I'm defaulting to you, Mr. Fresher. Yeah. Should people, consumers, go out and buy the iPhone 6? Uh, maybe. Oh. Uh... <laughs> You had that one ready. I don't think it's a bad phone to have. It's just like, if you're already in like the Apple ecosystem, you might as well get it. It's like the best one out, but it's not the best phone you could get. I agree. I think it's stupid. I think it's lame. I think if you want a big cell phone, just go get a Galaxy Note. Yeah, the um, Note 4 has supposedly got super good ratings. Yeah, so also uh, we do have one viewer uh, who just left, but maybe they'll come back. Um, <laughs> you spoke too soon both times. Really, I spoke way too soon. Uh, I'll just wait till maybe they'll maybe someone will come back because apparently there's a new uh, audience appreciation feature on this uh, on the what? What yeah, does that mean? Hey, the viewer is back. Uh, so apparently there's a new audience uh, uh, We Like You feature on on YouTube uh, shows. So if you're watching and you like us and you see some sort of button that says, hey, we like it, hit that button because I want to know what it does. Oh, wait. Like, oh, it's like uh, the audience appreciates us. Correct. They think it's funny. They like it. It's kind of like uh, if you were giving a monologue and you told a funny joke and they wanted to laugh, you would hit the button and it would laugh. Oh, that's interesting. I just imagine it, it. I wish we could make that make us fall in water or something. Man, that would be cool to do live. Like have yeah. a dunk tank where you like press something and it dunks us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, well, I like a ice bucket challenge. Yeah, or just no. That's dumb. Yeah, I mean, well, that's bad, dude. You just ruined it. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. ALS ruined it. You can never have a bucket dumped on you ever again. Thanks, LS, ALS. Way to go. It's not even... Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. So... All right. You know what? It, you know what? It's, it's, it's time. Is it? Oh, it's time. Hey, everybody. This is the Sparta Show where we do Review Roulette. Each week, Fresher and Parlance randomly select... On Parlance, he's fresher. Randomly <laughs> select a movie from the Netflix catalog. Uh, then the following movie, we give a review of that. Actually, it's more of what we're talking about the movie than a review. Um, yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more that we just talk about the movie. Uh, last week we picked the classic, classic film. Mega classic. Old Yeller. Now, old Yeller. Now, had we had any production aspect to the show at all, I would have played the Old Yeller theme song, which, by the way, was fantastic. I didn't remember what it was. It's just like classic music. It was an original song. Yeah, it was an original song. It was like, Old Yeller. Oh, yeah, that's old right. Old Yeller. Chasing so rabbits. Off, chasing rabbits. mind-blowing thing about Old Yeller was that it's because he's yellow. I did not know that. Yeah, because in Texas, when you say, uh, that there, a yellow-bellied pig, 
or whatever. Yellow I belly. always thought it was because he like yells or something. Because he barked a lot. No, I mean I thought he. I just I thought it was yellow, like not the color yellow. <laughs> that was kind of like a like oh yellow mind equal blown. Well, but, according to uh, according to uh, his son, uh, the one of the kids, you ain't got the brains of a blind goose in a hailstorm. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so should we go over the synopsis? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you, 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 you did it. You did it. All right, I'm going to blow through the synopsis so we can just get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Yeah. Okay, they find a dog. Yeah. Uh, they, initially, the... Oh, wait, no, I take that back. Family living in Texas, two children, mom, dad, living in a log cabin in the woods... They have, they're some sort of farmers. Or I don't know. They're just living off the land. It's living post- off the corn, the corn patch. They're, it's post-Civil War, uh, and the the they uh, the dad's going to leave town for three months during the summer, or maybe it's the winter for all I know, to go wrestle or not wrestle. What is this that? is like the most not concise. Uh... I'm sorry, I yawn. All right. It's bottom line, dad goes away. They find a dog. They don't like the dog initially, but then they do like the dog. Dog does some amazing things, saves some lives, and then bad stuff happens. And then they have to shoot the dog, and that's the end of the movie. That was like a horrible synopsis. All right, well, you do a better one then. All right. Because I'm going to do the play-by-play so we can talk about it as we go. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, Old Yeller is running through a field. And uh, then they go to the family, who is the mom and the two kids, like you're saying, and the dad. The dad goes away for like three months. All right, all right. I'm gonna chasing... stop you right there. Huh? Why does the dad need to go away for three months? I know, seriously. Because, and also, I thought it was ridiculous. Like, I mean, yeah, it's old timey farmer or whatever. But just leaving his like 11 year old and five year old son with the mom, like, for three months when they live on a farm, like, could they survive? Like, the mom didn't seem like she did any of, like, the regular farm work. And their livelihood is, like, they need this food to grow. Like, it seems, like, not like they could survive. Correct. That's, like, a really long time. I know. Yeah. But so he's leaving. And so he's like, okay, son, you got to take care of the house. Like, be sure to tend the corn because if we don't have the corn, we can't survive through the winter. But super lightheartedly. <laughs> I mean, this is, like, their livelihood, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed really lighthearted for, like, I don't know. It made farm living look super easy. But anyway, so then, like, he's doing the corn stuff. Like, he's uh, hoeing the stuff with his donkey pulling. And Old Yeller runs through and freaks out the donkey. And the donkey, like, runs away. And, like, the it pulls the hoe and, like, knocks down the fence. And the little boy is super, like, pissed at the dog. He's like, you damn dog! <laughs> Just like that. Okay, and now I'm Old Yeller. Oh, man. So, I'm Old Yeller. He's running through. You're running through. I'm running through. <laughs> yeah, the donkey gets freaked out, breaks a bunch of stuff. Then, uh, so he's all pissed. He hates the dog, but the dog still hangs out. And, like, um, then the, the little brother's like, oh, I want the dog, I want the dog. And so they end up keeping the dog. He just hates it. But then he starts going out hunting with it or whatever, and it, like, starts, it saves their lives, like, two or three times. So then he's like, maybe this dog is all right. Then this this guy comes, who like just total stranger, and is like, hey, did you like see a dog around here? And they were trying to decide whether or not they wanted to, um, you know, tell him. 
And they're like, yeah, we found the dog. And so they were going to give it back because it's like, that's the best, uh, the best like cattle dog that I've ever had or whatever. But then the little kid comes out, like his little bratty brother, and like starts throwing rocks at the guy for taking his dog, which is ridiculous. They threw rocks at everyone. And his like, mom was all pissed. So anyways, he lets him keep the dog, basically. So then they have the dog now. And then they're doing, you know, a bunch... Oh, but the guy talks about... Uh, uh, what was it? Um, hydrophobia. Hydrophobia. He's like, there's hydrophobia around these parts nowadays, which is like rabies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's rabies. That's what it is. And so like rabies was like the main like enemy of this uh, of this whole movie, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like that, they're the bad guy in this movie was rabies. That's like the only bad guy in the whole thing, which is yeah. And so right. like, I, here's the thing. I would say if your old yeller was made today, yeah, this would be a much darker story. Well, yeah, for sure, just because people love that stuff. No, you Dark can't stories. just leave a woman and two kids with a dog in the middle of the, no, nothing, nowhere. In the with, middle of a rabies-infested Texas. A rabies-infested Texas with with uh, with nothing but a shotgun and and uh, a dog for protection. And a, they didn't even a, have the dog when he left. And and some slack-jawed yokel who, who all he did was eat food and jabber on. Seriously, I was about to get to him. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I'm old. Okay. I mean, it's cool, but... So yeah, all the other like totally fighting off bears and stuff. It's crazy. Like, how would they survive without him? And so yeah, he fights bears and stuff. So they have the dog. He talks about the rabies and whatever. So the little kid like knows about rabies now. They like get. All right, wait, wait, hold on. By the way, the rabies conversation. He's like, "Why don't you come with me, son?" And they're walking outside. He's like, and he gets down on his side. He's like, "Hey, son, looks like you're the man of the house right now. So I just <laughs> want to tell you one thing." I just want to tell you, there's some hydrophobia going around out here. You're going to see it in the raccoons. No, you're going to see it in the coons. You're going to see it in the wolves, the coyotes. You're going to see it in the, the, the pigs, boar. even the, in the boars. The boars have it, you know? This is what I'm saying. So you see a wolf coming on, a coyote coming around, and they don't run. They don't skeeter away. Skeeter away yeah. when you go. That means you know they got that hydrophobia. And you yeah. just watch yourself out. You better keep yourself darn. You better watch out. Even hear this good old boy, our little boy, he could get it. You get bit one bite. <laughs> One bite, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're going to die. So I just want to let you know, I didn't want to worry your mom. What? You didn't want to worry your mom? They should be telling everybody, the I little know, kid. Right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Plus, you totally should have done that with the dog face. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I like liking that character. Liking that character, Parlance. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, no, then they leave, and um, where was I? The dog... Yeah, oh, yeah, and he, they go out to go hunting for, a, like, a boar. And the boars, they're kind of crazy, but he's like, they're not crazy enough. But then, like, he's trying to, like, rope him from a tree and obviously falls out into all the boars. And, like, they attack his leg and uh, old Yeller, like, come and attack the, the boars and, like, get him to run away. But then both of old Yeller and the kid are super, like, super injured. Like, Hold on. Legs all Wait, we, gotta, we gotta go back. Hold on. We gotta go back. Because we you just skipped over, like, you just mentioned it offhand. Old Yeller had just fought a bear. Yeah. A bear. A giant bear who was protecting its cub. Okay? I know, yeah. But a pig? A boar? Just well, got... no, it, was, it was a herd of them. It was like... It was... So. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the so essentially, this point is the old kid. The kid, first off, why would he... I don't understand this whole thing. He decides to get on a dead log over a horde of a wild boar. Yeah. A horde of boar. No, I think... What is a boar? What I is don't a, know, but I like horde of boar. That sounds cool. Okay. Over a horde of boar. 
I'm sure that's what they'd say in Texas. Um, but anyways, they both get hurt, and, like, it's undertones of, like, ooh, did they get rabies? But then, like, the mom's like, no, because, you know, they're, like, recovering fine and whatever. Well, hold up. Point, but, dude, you forgot one thing. What? She shoves, she shoves old Yeller into a crevice. <laughs> I know, right? And covers him up, and then he goes back, stumbling back, and his mom doesn't want to go back and get old Yeller. And she's like, no, no, he'll figure it out. You don't worry about nothing. We got <laughs> we to gotta deal with your leg. And then he's like, but, and he, by the way, this kid who hated you, old Yeller, loves you, old Yeller so much, he just had, to the bone, oh, that's what the guy said, to the bone. Yeah, I by know, the, way, the cut, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, love the word poultice. What? Poultice. Poultice? Yes, P-O-U-L-T-I-C-E, poultice. I don't, I do not know that word. Yeah, they put a poultice on his leg. Huh. And a poultice is a soft, moist mass of material, typically of plant material or flour, applied to a body to relieve soreness and inflammation and kept in place with a cloth. Interesting. Did not know that. Did you, like, stop it and look it up, or did you already know it? I already knew what that was, but I just, like, I, you rarely hear the word poultice anymore, so I just yeah, really I've enjoyed it. Yeah, never that. heard it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so... So they yeah, go back. So, yeah, so they're hurt. They go back. And, like, they're recovering or whatever. And this what? is when I was going to bring up the fat guy who... The, the, so all the people in their community, which is, like, pretty large, like, left to do the sale thing for months. And they just left this one fat guy to take care of the women and children. And he's, like, a total loser. And he has his niece with him, who's, like, the same age as the other little boy. And, like, he, like, comes over a couple times, like, basically to indirectly ask for dinner and then, like, stay over his welcome and, like, pretend like he's protecting him. And so, like, the mom is kind of pissed at this point because she's, like, taking care of these six ki sick kids and then this guy comes back and is like, is there anything I can do to help? And then, like, he's not going to do anything. And so she's like, yeah, actually, you could, like, go uh, plow the cornfields because there's no, you know, I have no man here now to do that for me. And he's like, oh, yeah, all right, sure, I can totally do that. And he, like, yells at the girl, hey, can you, like, go do that for me? So he totally, like, and he's like, well, I'm off. Actually, I'll just leave her here with you. And then that little girl's with them the rest of the time, apparently several months. So that was kind of ridiculous. Also, you forgot to mention when they go back to for Old Yeller. Yeah. Uh, and there's all these vultures and something oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flying around. So we just assume that he's dead, the worst. But because the kids stashed him so well... Uh, he, yeah, he, he would have pulled and hide him in there. Or he but, but then the mom didn't want the son to see the, the old yeller of all oh, messed yeah, up. He faked it. Yeah, but they totally... That little kid, he was totally spoiled for being... First off, I don't know how they survived at all, like, because they made it look easy. Plus, they made so many mistakes that are, like, totally deathly. And then their little boy is, like, a total, like, idiot, like, doing all this stupid... Like, he would not have survived. I don't know. Yeah, and then they, like... He did catch a catfish with Old Yeller. <laughs> no, but he lied about it, though. That's true. He did lie about it. But, yeah. And then, um, so, yeah, the old guy, he leaves the, he leaves the chick there. And then, like, it turns out that their cow has, uh, has a rabies. Because it's, like, being all crazy and, like, running around and whatever. So they decide they have to shoot it. Well, uh, oh. uh, wait, hold on. Because the kid went like this. But, Ma! But, Ma! The guy told me, or whatever, that guy that had Old Yeller's original over, he said if the cow starts stumbling and mumbling all around, he got the hydrophobe. 
<laughs> you sound like the little girl more than the little boy. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, he was saying to his mom, even though his mom clearly already knew about all the stuff. But uh, so, anyways, they shoot the cow, and then they're gonna burn the cow carcass. Oh, because... oh wait, wait! Oh my God! Wait, before you even get to that point, so. <laughs> So the cow falls down. The kid's like, but Ma, it fell down. It's got the hydrophone. Yeah. Yeah. And then they cut cut to the cow coming down, the kid going to get, get the gun, and then they show him, like, like they cut away from him with the gun. They show him aiming down the sights like this, and they yeah. cut away to the mom. You hear a bang, and then she's like, grab the carcass. We're going to burn it. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I like that they used the carcass there, too. I know, yeah. I like the, the whole feel of like interaction stuff. I thought was kind of cool, but it was ridiculous. Anyway, so they burn the car. They burn the carcass because they don't want other animals to get rabies from it. But as they're burning it, a wolf jumps out and attacks, or is about to attack the the mom and the sister. But uh, old Yeller's there, and he totally protects them and is fighting this wolf like full on hardcore. And the kids there with the gun. And he's trying to shoot the wolf, but like he can't get a clear shot because there's, because old Yeller is like with the wolf or whatever, and so like he finally shoots the wolf, but then like old Yeller's all tore up and like apparently that wolf like the mom the mom is like yeah no regular wolf would just jump us in the clear light like that it definitely has like rabies, and so like they but the little kid's like but old Yeller just saved your life how can you like you know, say to kill him, like, right now, because he has rabies. So they keep him in a shed for, like, two weeks, apparently. Like, and he gets totally better, and the kid's like, oh, he's better. Like, don't you think, like, we can let him out now? And the mom's like, no, it could, like, last up to a month before they show any signs of rabies. So they wait longer, and then the kid goes back out, like, a couple days or whatever. And, like, he's totally all pissed and, like, angry, and he 100% has rabies. Old Yeller. But the kid lies about it because he's, like, super disappointed. And... And then the brother goes out. He's like, you know, he's like, no, he's fine. And then the brother's like, can't we just let him out? Like, you know, I miss my dog and stuff. And he's like, no, don't go out there. It's not safe. Or I don't know. He's super pissed. But then the little brother does it anyways because he's stupid. And then uh, so the little brother goes out there, but he's too short to unlock the door. And old Yeller's like totally raving out, like barking and being all super crazy. Like, Open at the mouth, barking, growling. Yeah, it's like full on. And then, like, he almost gets the door open. Like, they're tucking in the other brother upstairs, the mom, and she's like, where's your brother? And it's like, I don't know. And they're like, he said the thing. So they run down there, and right as he gets the door open, she slams it shut, and so Old Yeller doesn't get out. And then they're like, you know, she kind of looks at the at the kid for saying, like, you said that he was okay. <laughs> but, like, you know, clearly he lied just because he didn't want to kill him yet. But so then they kill Old Yeller, like, right there. That's when they kill him. Well, you forgot a key component to this story. Uh, when the girl was left with the uh, family uh, yeah. because to help, she brought over a small dog because Old Yeller was the father of uh, seven pups oh, uh, yeah, yeah. with her dog. And she. it turned out that Old Yeller was a uh, thief. He liked to go in and steal chicken eggs and meat and all this stuff from the storehouse. Yeah. Um, but she knew who was doing that, but she didn't turn him in because uh, Old Yeller was the was the father of of her dog's um, babies, puppies. Yeah. So that's crazy. So when the, she the whole drama drama situation here, dog yeah. drama. 
Yeah, puppy daddy. Um, <laughs> puppy daddy drama. <laughs> totally puppy daddy. Puppy, puppy daddy drama. So she brings over, hey, sir, I brought you the best puppy. It's the one that when you hold it from the scruff of the neck, it makes no noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's all a dick about it. I mean, yeah. the kid. He's like, that ain't no good dog. That ain't no good dog. Been hanging from the scruff of the neck. Don't mean nothing. He's yeah, like, I already you know, have a dog. Yeah, he's like, I already have a dog. you got to have a black mouth on the inside. That's what the true sign of a good dog is. <laughs> Dude, so that, that little girl had the worst, the worst, like, standing of anyone in that movie. Like, it would suck to be her. Her life sucked. I know. She got shit on by everybody, and she ended up having to do the most work. She had yeah. to pull the corn. She had to pull the corn, and then at the end, she had to freaking bury old Yeller. I know. She was totally... Yeah. She got she got screwed right there. Seriously. So, I anyway... For that little girl. They have to shoot old Yeller. They have to bury old Yeller. And just as they're burying old Yeller, who comes home? Dad. Yeah, he missed it all. And he brought a horse. He brought a horse for the son. And, well, his horse is, and his, the son's like, I can't be happy about that right now. I'm like mourning my dog that you never met. But a horse. I mean, like, I'd be psyched to get a horse. I don't know. But well, Also, we f you forgot about one thing. So at the beginning of the movie, they're talking about the concept of money. Oh, yeah, the money, yeah. yeah they don't the, like, the kids, like, don't know money at all. They don't <laughs> understand the concept of money. He's like... Uh, essentially, he's like, I seen a dollar once. Dad had one, but it was a Confederate dollar, and it didn't mean much. And I guess because I don't know, they it was Confederate money, so it didn't have any value at this point. Um, and then also later in the movie, the little kid, kid confronts uh, the brother about heaven, where Old Yeller's gonna go, and yeah. they both are confounded by the idea of heaven. So they were just as this is how poor they were. They had no idea about money. Just as much they as they had no more, idea. Though. I mean, they were just farmers or whatever. No, I mean, he went off. He said this is good. Because when he was going off, the father was like, honey, this is going to get you some real cash money. $7 per head. Going to get us so, you know, money in our pockets and food in our mouths. Whatever. And then and he, anyway, he comes home with gifts. A pony for the older son, an Indian headdress and axe for the younger son, which was a pretty dope gift. But I know. Yeah, that's totally the coolest. Anyway, and then a dress and some shoes for the wife, which yeah. were totally impractical for for her station. I know that's what, when is she gonna wear them? Like, yeah, that's dumb. They don't even go to church. It's not even like Sunday best. I like how uh, I like how the um, the guy the dad looked though. He looked he looked pretty funny. He looked so, like a a good guy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, at the end of the movie, the father leaves and then comes in. To, to impart the wisdom. He comes back and imparts the wisdom to his son. Where he sits him down and he's like, what's the kid's name? I forget that. What's the little boy's name? I don't remember. But he's like, well, let's just call him Johnny. But it's not Johnny. I feel like, like none of them had names. They just said like, oh, I also like that they called the cow sister. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so anyway, he sits him down and tells him that he, he's like, he says, that, he's like, you know, I understand it's tough. I understand it's tough, but life is going to throw you down on the ground. And what you need to do is you need to get up. And you need to get up, and you need to keep going. And you can't worry about the bad things, because if you're worried about the bad things, you're not experiencing the good things that are happening right now. And sometimes on the other side of that fence, sometimes on the other side of that world, something good is happening. And you got to find what that good thing is. And sometimes it's right in front of your face, and you don't even know it. I know. It was a, it was a good pep talk. It's a good pep talk. 
I kind of elaborate. I think my pep talk was better, but whatever. But that's <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Um, so anyway, he it didn't go way longer. He was talking for like 20 minutes. The uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, the good thing that turned out to be was that he had Old Yeller's best pup who didn't screech when he had pups uh, when he got pulled on the scruff of his neck. So uh, I know, and so but then like the the chick, like the little girl, like gave him the puppy again, and like he like looked at her as like you know she's all happy like ooh he has a puppy now like I'm glad he liked my gift finally. Like after months, probably, and like all he got, all she got was a look. She didn't get a thank you. She didn't get anything. So right. Dumb. And then at the end of the movie, it was like Old Yeller, the son of Old Yeller. And yeah, then of course it's the other one a name. It was just like oh no, they said uh, puppy was, or like Sam, dog Yeller or something. I thought it was Sam. No, I don't think so. it had a. So anyway, uh, the um, that's so the movie. Old Yeller, then at the end, his young son has the same frisky attitude, chasing rabbits through bushes and running through the fields, and, uh, you know, just the good old Old Yeller. No yeah. hydrophobe, yeah. So uh, here's a couple things. I, I notes a lot of trained animals in this movie. I noticed squirrels, bears, raccoons, um, deer. All the animals had epic music, too. Oh, okay, I want to point out one thing that I found was weird, okay? So do you remember at the beginning of the movie when the kids he's for no reason goes out into the woods with a gun? And yeah, he's gonna, he's hunting for uh, venison. So anyway, he's in the woods and all is right with the world. He's like in nature and he sees a mama deer and a baby deer and he's just like, oh, I know, isn't yeah, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And then behind him is a a a, a buck, right? Same kind of same deer, but it's not a doe, right? It's not a mama deer. Yeah. And of course, he turns around, and all is right with the world. Turns into, oh shit! I haven't been paying attention. There's a buck right behind shoot me. This shit. I gotta shoot this thing. And he just like forget about all the things around him, all the nature, the lovely nature. He's one of them. He's just like pulls out a gun and just shoots the deer. <laughs> uh, whatever. Like, whatever. I know. And that was like five minutes of like looking at stuff, and then it's just like bam. I know, and the drama was... By the way, it was like the most ridiculous drama of a movie ever. He's one with nature, loving life, sitting on a rock, looking at the sun under a tree, looking at the mama deer and the baby deer, and the drama was there was a buck behind him that he could be shooting, but he's not paying attention because he's just enjoying nature so much. I know. Ridiculous. And then the... uh, the, uh, was there was a scene where he kept uh, when he went dog fishing, when like he was in the water with with the uh, with old Yeller, the young kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he comes back up, and uh, he lies and says that he he got muddy because he d- drove deep into the ground. By the way, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Worst story. Yeah, worst lie ever. They were literally four feet away. I know. And the mom's like, "Yo, oh, just let him have his imagination." Yeah, no. I she wrote down. He just has a big imagination. Just let it go. And the son's like, no, he's the biggest liar in Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, uh, that, 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 those are some of my notes. And also the kid was super violent, the, the older kid. I feel like he, thre- yeah, he threatened to like break, like beat up old Yeller a number of times at the start of the movie. Oh, well, yeah, because he was pissed at him. And then he threatened his brother's life a number of times. 
That's true. Anyway, I have a, I have a, my uh, cohort watched the movie with me. Jeff is right here too. He 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 enjoyed it. He liked watching the the dogs and animals. He was a fan. Did you you were into it, right, Jeff? Were you into it? Are you gonna meow? Are you gonna meow, kitty? Jeff is not meowing. Is so, he gonna get uh, the eye patch? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> no, he's not getting the eye patch. <laughs> no, he's not gonna look up. So uh, I just want to point out, uh, Maharg at Not a Terrorist has been watching and tweeting with us the whole time. I know. He, yeah, he had voted for the uh, Taco Time, and he's and he proclaimed a two to one victory. I feel like that that was not. <sighs> I feel like that was not a. That's not fair. That's only two. But before before we move on the tweets, before we move on the tweets, we need to give it a rating. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw this out. I'm giving this movie a six. Wait, you didn't let me do the drum roll. Sorry. Six. Whereas in a scale of uh, five would be rewatchable and seven would be suggestible. And 10 would be, like, the best movie ever. I'm giving this movie a 7. Nice. I'm liking it. So this is a total fresher parlance rating of 6.5. Boom! I think that's pretty good. I think it was a decent movie. Like, it was, like, super classic. I like the style of it a lot. And I like, kind of like the... I like how they made the old farm life seem really... Uh, like, they made it not... They, like, glorified it. They glorified old farm life. I thought that was cool. So, the this movie could be summed up literally in... The, your first sum up, which was, like, 30 seconds? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly... It's so... The plot is so small. Yeah, you didn't, in your summary, though, you didn't even mention uh, rabies. I feel like that's an important part. Rabies is an important part. But so, it's basically, like, the bad guy of this movie. So, Which uh, I think is a bad guy. I thought I kind of thought it was going to be some sort of neighbor that was going to be, but they just had the like the, the dumb neighbor, not like a, a sinister neighbor. I totally thought there was going to be some sort of sinister neighbor person. Uh, so Arliss is the name of the father. Travis is the name of the younger son. Lisbeth is the name of the the daughter. What was the name of the dog? No, Lisbeth. Sam is the name of the baby dog. Oh, really? Yeah. So because I, I I know this because I'm looking at the old Yeller sequel, Savage Sam. Oh yeah, you're saying there's a sequel that's super racist. I don't know if it's racist, but it's uh, maybe potentially racist. I haven't seen it, but yeah, no one liked it. But you were saying old Yeller, oh, like also got the only hundred percent you've seen on Rotten Fresh. It's the only on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the only movie I've ever seen to have a hundred. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't know if it deserves 100, but it was a pretty good movie. So It was pretty good. It was classic, and I feel like... Uh, it, 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 you know what kind of vibe it had for me? Do you remember that movie we watched about the, the Swiss... Uh, the oh, yeah, Beaver? The Penny Princess. The Penny Princess? It had a similar vibe. Yeah, it totally did. I like Penny Princess, too. I don't remember when I gave that. So I'm looking it up. Yeah, so for, uh, for those of you, we review one of these movies every week, and we watch one... Uh, called the Penny Princess, and uh, I didn't write down my rating for that one. Disappointingly, uh, great. That was a great movie. Totally bizarre. So I, yeah, so, I was I was a fan. But all right, so let's uh, let's yeah, pick the next movie. 
No, let's pick the next movie. Rotten Fresh. Yeah, Rotten Fresh. I'm I'm pressing the button random. Ooh, I don't know this. I'll just read mine. Okay. I got American Son, 2008, 85 minutes. It's a good time. While home visiting relatives for Thanksgiving, 19-year-old Marine Mike. Yeah, Marine Mike Holland begins an unexpected romance. Uh, clashes with family and old friends and confronts his fears about his imminent depo- deployment to Iraq. Well, that sounds like not... I don't know. This also is a Rotten Tomato 100. Though. Sounds kind of boring. I didn't even... that. It, I didn't even know you finished the... Uh... Yeah, that was it. Oh, While okay. home visiting relatives for Thanksgiving, 19-year-old Marine Mike Holland begins an unexpected romance, clashes with family and older friends, and confronts his fear about his imminent deploy- deployment to Iraq. It sounds like just, like, not a story. It sounds like just a guy's life. I got, uh, this is not a movie, I guess, but it's called Joan Rivers, A Piece of Work. Very timely. Ooh, that sounds Doc- good. Documentarians Ricky Stern and Annie Sundberg provide an uncompromising glimpse into the personal and professional life of comedian and red carpet mainstay Joan Rivers, a woman clinging stubbornly and steadfastly to a pop culture bandwagon. Stern and Sundberg, whose previous film The Devil Came on Horseback, covered the Darfur genocide. Wow. Take a no less, no less inten- intensive approach to their subject here, taking a hard look at fame's bitter toll. I love that. They went from Darfur genocide... To Joan Rivers, 85 minutes, 2010. I think that one. I think that one. Oh no! I think that we lost parlance. But oh wait, I don't even know if I can cancel this because I'm not. Uh, I don't have the permissions. But anyways, I believe that our movie for next week is going to be that Joan Rivers one, which I don't remember the name of it. So, if you guys want to watch that and talk with us about it on next week's um, Review Roulette, that'll be fun. So let's see if I can uh, re-add the par-par Mr. Parlance. Oh, here he is. Here's the guy. Here's the guy. You're muted, guy. You're muted. You gotta mute. You gotta unmute it, guy. You're trying. You're trying. I can see your lips. <laughs> I still can't hear you. How about Anyways. now? How about now? Oh, there you go. Okay, that was fun. Yeah, I was just saying how we picked your movie, basically. <laughs> okay. All right. Joan River is a piece of work. Yeah. So, that's that. That is that. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I think we're good. We're we're at the the allotted time, kind of. A little over. All right, well, uh, this is a big moment, so I'm not going to steal. I'm going to go first. This is Parland saying toodaloo. This is fresher. uh, Later, taters. (laughs) Later taters. Love it. By the way, that was a big moment for the show. The new exit. <laughs> All right, good night. Woo!